This show was taped in a flooded garage. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. And now it's time for the show that stock value is listed as a void at all costs. It's Saturday Night Napsalk. Hey, Saturday Nighters. Oh, boy, do we have a short sale of a show for you tonight. It's going to be a lot quicker than normal because I'm exhausted. That's what she said. But before I pass out on the microphone like my friend Robbie Smith sleeping on Grace Jones's lap after 72 straight hours of partying at Studio 54, let's talk about today's sponsor. Friends, do you need a new mattress? Have you needed one for over a decade? Because holy crap, is it difficult to move these things around, even if you know that there's a colony of bed mites living in every corner of it? Do you want to buy one but can't justify the price? Then you are going to want to check out Alley Mats. That's right. Alley Mats is a great company that helps you locate free mattresses near you, whether they be in back alleys, propped up against dumpsters, or in a homeless encampment. The folks at Alimats will get your tired body on one of these mattresses fast, quick, and easy. And now they guarantee the least amount of bum urine ever. And concerned about getting rid of your current mattress? Don't you worry. Alimats has contracted with random strangers with pickup trucks or box trucks, and they'll send these barely background check folks straight into your bedroom where they'll try in vain to remove your mattress without breaking priceless pictures or heirlooms while silently scoping out your house for a home invasion robbery later. All at no charge to you. Why pay for a fancy mattress you're never going to see while it's covered with sheets and a comforter? Or a duvet, if you think the French were right about most things. Sign up with Alley Mats today. Use the promo code CRUDCOVEREDCAN, that's CRUD with a K, and get 10% off the $400 hidden service fee charge today. Get to sleeping now with Alley Mats. And now, on with the show. All right, now we can really get this show started. The 45th episode, that, that number's tainted. A lot of people don't like that number now, but it's still a good baseball number for me. Like a fullback in football. Maybe a strong safety. Anyways, a big show today. I'm lying. It's a smaller show. I'm, I'm exhausted. The great week with the Good People Association. Uh, the, the, the drink up, the meetup, which actually got flagged. We had to pull that one down. Uh, not a strike, but a flag. We had too much fun, and YouTube was like, we heard you having fun. It's got to go. So that happened, and, and uh, I love doing this show. We love putting together. Petey, my producer, doesn't do much. He just kind of presses some buttons. It's all me, quite frankly. Uh, don't look at me like that, Petey. You know it's true. You know it's true. I used to do improv comedy. I'm a genius. So anyways... We're going to get to the show here, but we like, you know, we sometimes like talking about current events uh, or things going on in my life. And in this case, they kind of, uh, they kind of uh, rolled in together. here. Now, I don't know if a lot of you were watching the news. Is that how you do it? Do you still watch the news? It used to be in my day, you know, you'd sit down five o'clock with a casserole and uh, you'd watch, a, you know, a Cronkite or a Brokaw or a Jennings, uh, you know, um, Koppel. Koppel was good. Uh, you watch them kind of deliver the news. Chancellor, one of the best, John Chancellor. I know it's changed a little bit. We have Ted Jennings here. He's actually on. Uh, I was going to try to bring Ted Jennings on for a little bit of a investigative story, but apparently he's uh, suspended by our parent company for some, uh, I don't know, HR-related violations. We had a meeting about it last week. I didn't pay much attention. but uh, So Ted will be back soon, uh, 30 days, they say, without pay. But he'll be back uh, what are the best newscasters do as well? But this news story, a lot of you probably were following. Maybe you got a Twitter alert. Is that how most people get their news? Uh, Twitter alerts. 
Uh, maybe you see an Apple News update and you click on it and have to like subscribe to see more. I clicked on a L.A. Times. That's the Los Angeles Times, PD, a venerable newspaper organization. And they have a they have a website now, a dot com site. And uh, there it was said, here's the key to surviving the coronavirus. And I thought, well, that's probably good. So I clicked on that. It said, you've used the uh, uh, maximum amount of your free views. You have to sign up for a paid subscription now. So I'm going to die. Uh, but I'll tell you what, we uh, have got uh, this news story going around. A lot of you probably saw uh, that the stock market uh, is going crazy. Uh, and I, uh, I, at one point, I decided to get my life in order, and I started uh, buying stocks and ETFs, as it were. I think I have a, a Roth or an IPA. That you drink those right now. What's the one you save in? I, I have the savings one. I, I think maybe I had to close that to pay rent in 2006. I, I can't. I can't remember. But anyways, it was topsy turvy. The PD, PD, do you, do you, uh, do you buy stocks? Uh, no. Uh, my mom told me that's sinning. Sitting like the stock market's like what gambling or fornicating or both? Uh, definitely gambling. Um, though. Love of money was considered fornication in my house, too. Petey, everybody, my producer. God bless him. Though it seems like God did. All right, so, yeah, this big story, uh, GameStop, the stocks were going up and down. A lot of terms being thrown around. Short sale, shorted stock, short stop, all these kind of things I didn't fully understand. Basically, it, it, it comes down to there was a bunch of people on the popular chat forum Reddit, as I think it is what it's called. I went there once, typed in my name, not a lot of kind words about me in Star Wars, so I left it. Um, but a lot of people on there band together like a, a group of uh, resistance fighters, and they decided to buy GameStop uh, stock and mess up the uh, hedge fund traders. And these uh, hedge fund uh, hedge... I was actually offered a job, true story, Actually, 100% out of character, true story. Offered a job uh, at, at doing cold calls for a hedge fund. And uh, in uh, Sherman Oaks, Ventura and Sepulveda Boulevard. Big, You can look it up on Google Maps. Go to Street View. And there's like a big, st- tall building right in the corner there. Fox Sports Radio was there. Top floor, which was a hedge fund. And I uh, was uh, offered a job to uh, do cold calls there. And I was looking to get out of the security business. This was years before I, uh, the internet was invented or YouTube. And I uh, walked up there. A friend of mine who kind of worked at the place, uh, one of the boss men, uh, we there, we had a little meeting, walked around, we went around the cold center, it, call center, which was cold too. Um, I'll tell you, it was creepy. It gave me chills. Um, so I I didn't know about it there. I don't know what to do. So I, I left. I ran out of the job interview. Didn't get hired. But I don't. I've never, since because I didn't stay for the interview. I, I never quite understood what hedge hedge fund people are are doing. I just know the stock market. Uh, stock market is important, Petey. It's part of the fabric of American society. And if it gets messed with, I think if I've read some of the articles from some of the websites that have American flags on them, um, that's not good. So I didn't fully understand it. I reached out to Petey. Now, we're, Petey, we're supposed to have a guest here calling in. He is a expert on uh, stocks and, and finances and everything that happened this week. And I'm, I'm uh, excited to get some insight from him. Uh, he is not on the phone, I'm told, Petey. He's not there yet. Uh, no, no. Um, he said he was, uh, was going to call in. Um, I don't know. I'm going to try to get his phone number. 
he didn't really he had a pager and I had to I had to get him back. But let's see. I had, I had a pager once too. I had a small independent business with uh, five other uh, young ladies I knew. Um, all right, so we're just gonna wait there. Oh, ah, wait a minute, Petey, Petey, you didn't. It couldn't be. Uh, hey, are you are you my financial expert here on SNN? Oh yes. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, it's me, Chet. I'm calling about the GameStop situation. Uh, hi, Chet. Petey. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Ken, you can't keep saying that. We only have a certain amount of beeps we paid for. I'll take it out of my my own money. Uh, all right, Chet. Are you telling me you're an expert on the situation this week with the stock exchange, the SEC, the hedge funds, and GameStop and AMC and all the like? Are you telling me that? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I thought I was calling a GameStop to reserve. Last of Us Two. Oh my god! No, no, we're we're talking about the stock, the craziness on the stock market this week with a lot of these stocks just jumping up in price, and a lot of normal folk making a lot of money, maybe costing a lot of the rich folk uh, millions, if not billions, of dollars, which is a travesty. All all they were doing was just minding their own business, gaming the system to make money, and then you have all these folks trying to you know, come along and game the system to take the money away from the, the first group of people gaming the system. And I think if you get there first, it's like finders, keepers, it's uh, firsties, legalies, uh, I think is how it works. But are you telling me you're an expert on this chat or do you know anything about this? Oh yeah, no, I made $2 million this week on GameStop stock. Oh, how'd you do that? Uh, to be honest, I do not know. I signed up for something called the Stash app and the Robinhood app because I thought they were new social media platforms, and I haven't really been on one since Friendster. Yeah, yeah, I, I, my profile's still active. I used to run my small independent business with five uh, or so uh, lady friends of mine on that one there. Um, yeah, so you thought those are, I mean, they kind of design them, especially the Robinhood and the Stash app. It's like, it feels like you're playing a game, but the game is the... Stock market, which, as we all know, is the building blocks of this country. So, Chet, you signed up and played the game, and you won? Yeah, I thought I was totally playing a game called Angry Stocks. I just kept clicking and clicking on the one that said GameStop, because uh, I really love GameStop. I actually worked there during the late 90s. I had a couple shifts before I got fired. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How did you, uh, you get fired from the GameStop? Uh, there was a group of normal customers that I would invite in the back and we'd smoke a big bowl. Of got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, so you just, wow. So you just, how and you made $2 million from just, you thought you were playing a, an in-app game, like a game with like in-app purchases and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I thought I was knocking over towers with birds and I needed extra lives. And next thing you know, uh, a friend of mine said, dude, no, hit the cash out button, uh, which is something I like I normally do in Las Vegas on the Titanic slots. And I get like 25 cents and I think, oh, that's great. I could use some more money because I heard Last of Us 2 is a great game. And I wanted to see if I could rent a copy from my local GameStop. So, yeah, I like cashed out. Next thing you know, <laughs> I'm rich. See, that's I got, I got a problem with that. I got a problem with that, Chet. I think it's unfair. I think you should only uh, only become rich if you know what you're doing. Like if you had a if you have a cold, calculated, evil, non-compromising plan, 
then that's the way you should get rich. And I'm all for free markets. I, I like capitalism, at least as it's uh, written down on a post-it note by our forefathers as an idea. I, I like that. But for, to hear you get rich, it just uh, by accident almost, with, with almost no knowledge, uh, I, I have a problem with that. Oh, I don't know. Like, it just seems like kind of fair. They've been making the money and gaming the system. Like, why shouldn't I try? Uh, you know, and then my friends try to do the same thing. But then, uh, like, those social media stock apps, like, shut down the ability to purchase those stocks. That doesn't seem fair. Doesn't seem like a free market society. When did you learn so many syllables, Chet? This is, it's interesting. Well, no, I'm going to counter that by saying uh, it's just, um, it seems, it seems scandalous for a bunch of people to meet in secret on a chat forum. Nothing good happens on chat forums. It just seems weird that these people would meet in secret and form a plan to to make a lot of money and, and ruin other people. That just seems there's just a nefarious edge to it that I don't like, Chet. You know what I mean? Uh, ne- nefarious? Yeah, like, you know, dark edge, like, see, like bad intentions, that kind of thing. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought it was like a spell Voldemort uses to kill Harry Potter. Oh, dear God, don't say his name. Yeah, Petey, calm down, you nerd. Yeah, well, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like uh, uh, Lord Voldemort. Voldemort or Mart? Just for the love of God, don't say his name anymore, please. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, sorry, dude. Don't listen to Petey. He has to pee with his eyes closed because he does, he's afraid to see his penis. All right, so, Chet, do you have any insight into how this happened and, and will this continue to happen? Like, uh, will my AMC stock suddenly make me rich where I don't have to do podcasts anymore? Oh, to be frank, I'm not even sure what AMC is. It's the, like, the stock, it's the for the movie chain for the theaters of, the motion picture theaters that you don't, you're you're really not an expert. Uh, I don't think anyone who made money this week is an expert, which I think is probably the point. I I think that's how dare you, sir, suggest that we this we should turn a blind eye to these ruffians, these ragamuffins banding together to to cheat out uh, the hedge fund experts. I, I I don't like that tone, sir. I really don't like that tone. And, and you know, and and, and I you know, I did I I understand it. I told that story at the time. Were you listening to the story? I like stories. But my story, did you, did you hear my story about almost being hired by a hedge fund? Uh, well, it was a great story. It had a beginning, a middle, and kind of an end. All right? Jesus, Chet, do not stop pressing the phone, the keypad, like you always do. Uh, sorry, I was getting tired of listening to you. All right, that hurt. that's how three of my relationships ended, with that sentence. So, all right, you know what, Chet, I don't even... Do you have any less? Do you have any advice, Chet, for would-be day trader heroes out there? Oh uh, yeah, just keep pressing buttons. Uh, eventually, you'll get rich. I mean, I'll be honest with you. That's kind of that sounds like the American dream. That's actually a pretty insightful, Chet. I take I take a lot of the things I've said mean to you back, Chet. All right, all right. Do you accept my apology? Uh, does this mean you'll play Smash Mouth now? Um. No. Uh, Petey, did I just get bested by Chet? Did that really just happen? Did Chet beat me? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. What are you, what are you doing? Petey, are you, 
You duck it under the table in there? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, I just in case the, uh, the, the you go, you, you both said his name, and I, I, uh, I just, I just want to be prepared. Ugh. Encumbered by Egypt, he pressed on. That's my favorite movie quote from Young Guns too. All right, um, let's get on with the show. Hello, everybody. I'm Buster Moffat, and this is another DIY tip video. DIY means do it yourself, or else the government will come after you. Uh, a lot of people know that you can use pop or diet pop to clean up things like your car battery, oil stains on your driveway, or your kidneys. So here's a little tip for you, uh, something I do. Uh, do you know you could also use a can of warm diet pop to cut your hair? That's right, it's true. <laughs> now, I prefer diet pop to regular pop as it has an extra layer of chemicals in it. Uh, plus, it's about 10 cents cheaper at the places I shop for food, like the dollar store or garage sales. <laughs> and saving money is part of the DIY life. So, yep, just dump about two liters of Diet Pop into an empty spray bottle, uh, then put two parts of basic store-bought Windex, and then add in a pinch, just a pinch, of red pepper oil. You can get that red pepper oil the back of most restaurants. Uh, if you just ask, uh, they'll look in their trash for you. Just put it all in the bottle, shake it up really good, and spray it liberally on your hair. I suggest sitting down while doing it. Put a towel or a garbage bag around your shoulders. I usually have one handy. And then, uh, then just let it sit there in your head for two hours. Get comfortable. It'll be a while. <laughs> I put on old VHS tapes of Bonanza or F Troop and just, and just hang for a bit. Then, what happens is, you see, the Diet Pop mixed with the properties of the Windex and pepper oil starts to eat away at your hair. Now, if you want a tighter cut, just wait a little longer. Now, if you want a tapered cut in the back, as is the style of the time, just place some duct tape over parts of your head, uh, the parts that you don't want the hair eaten by the pop. And soon you'll have a great tapered cut. Just takes about two hours longer. So, that's the tip. I used it to save money on haircuts, save $15.34 last year. Plus, it's a lot of fun to watch Bonanza. Okay, everybody, I'm Buster Moffat with another DIY tip. See you soon. Well, oh, I'm Flopsy. And I'm Grumps. And kids, tell your parents that you're listening to Saturday Night Napsuck. <laughs> And steal their whiskey. Hey, hey! And now it's time for a quick check of the weather here on SNN. I'm Rain McClouds, and this is your SNN Weather Report. Big storm came sweeping through California this week, causing mass chaos as highways were swept away. Mudslides caused evacuations, and people not from California had trouble facing the fact that their jokes about West Coasters being wimps during winter were now tone deaf. Looking ahead for the week, the rain is clearing for parts of the state, but expect a lot of jokes being made at the expense of people in the parts of the country where the temperatures are almost as low as the IQs. <laughs> God, I'm funny. 
planning an outdoor wedding soon because your state's government leaders aren't sure which direction to take the pandemic restrictions? Don't worry. Most of the country is looking good as we haven't reached the locusts or rivers and oceans turned to blood portion of the end time plagues yet. So start tying those knots and partying with the cousins you won't see for another 10 years at least. Make sure to mask up. Unless, of course, you're from one of the immune states like Arizona, Florida, or parts of Ohio. And finally, over in the Wall Street area of New York, there is a low-pressure system building that is rising up to meet the hot air that usually hangs around there, and it's starting to create some havoc. Best to avoid that area of the city and just eat your lunch quietly in your office, wondering if lunch breaks are all you have to look forward to in your life. And as always, don't forget to drink lots of water because you never know when a flood or earthquake is going to strike and take away the basic necessities for life. Cheers. I'm Rain McLeod, and that was your SNN Weather Report. The entertainer, as we play the greatest variety of those hits that make you feel good here at Hall of Fame Music Radio. My name is Ken Napsuck. Always happy to be with you, but especially right now, I have to send out a dedication for myself to a friend that actually, he just passed away, and he was a listener here to the station and, and, and my show. His name is Graham Butler, and he actually lived over in Scotland and he used to listen through our website, ahofmradio.com. He's a big music fan. He'd always send me requests, and I got to know him outside of just this uh, radio DJ listener relationship. And he'd always, always have something to say about the music he loved and the songs we played here. So, you know, sometimes uh, life takes you to sad spots, but he always got to look forward. And eventually, you'll look back with nothing but the good memories and the good feelings. So, Graham, this one's for you. Those were the days, my friend. We'll see you again here on Hall of Fame Music Radio. Here's another true fact about your host, Ken Napsock. He hates staying up too late. He also hates waking up early. So, basically, he only enjoys sleeping. And now, back to the show. Now it's time for the list. Today, we've got the best ways to stay warm during winter. Number three. Dig a fire pit and burn all those collectibles you thought you could sell to buy a warm house. Number two. Buy a jacket from one of those ads you see on Facebook and use it to warm one body part at a time because the size was a lie. Number one. And the best way to stay warm during winter. Get two. Clink, clink. And that's the list. And here's another weekly commentary from Mort Rooney. 
ever thought that sometimes it's easier for all of us to just choose to believe what we're presented? Now, this isn't the first step to me promoting some half-cooked conspiracy theories. I think it's even easier to believe conspiracy theories because nothing takes away the fault from yourself like blaming it on ancient aliens. Which, for the record, I'm not sure I believe in ancient aliens being responsible for anything here on Earth, but I'm also not convinced they didn't have something to do with creating ponchos. No, I'm talking about the everyday things that we just kind of need to take at face value to help preserve our own sanity. Like this past week, it was revealed that the tuna served at Subway sandwich shops just might not be tuna. I know, big shocker that the company that's bred is more legally classified as Jim Matt serves fake tuna or Fona for those that think puns are a valuable thing to our society. I don't even know what's in the alleged fraudulent tuna. It's probably some sort of chopped up dish rags or minced plastic from discarded children's playground toys. Basically, it seems like the creators of Subway went to an abandoned Jimboree Play Center store at a mall and said, let's serve it to the people. All of it. That's the rub. I don't know what's in the tuna because I don't care. When I read this story in the newspaper, yes, I still subscribe to newspapers because there's something organic and powerful in getting the ink of the story you're reading permanently smudged onto your fingertips. The first thing I thought wasn't, ooh, that's troubling. It was, oh, I could really go for one of those tuna sandwiches right now. This also accounts for why my McDonald's stock goes up every time someone runs that news story claiming Chicken McNuggets are actually some sort of pink sludge sprinkled with chicken flavoring. Actually, now that I think about it, ancient aliens probably created McNuggets too. But this is my point. Even when faced with cold, hard facts, facts like that food you're eating is not even food, we humans reserve the right to just not accept the truth because it's just easier than finding something else to eat. And now I'm hungry, which is exactly what our leaders want. Unbelievable. Now think about that. That was Mort Rooney. More later. Well, there you go. That's it, my friends. That is Saturday Night Napsuck for this week. I want to thank all of you supporting me on Patreon at patreon.com slash catnapsuck. Special thanks to Patreon supporter Trey Thompson for this week's Morning Drive Media Station identification. Saturday Night Napsuck is on Jemmy. If you want to make a one-time donation to support the show, head over to jemmy.app slash Saturday Night Napsuck. That's J-E-M-I dot app at Saturday Night Napsuck. And of course, you can support more long-term and directly at patreon.com slash catnapsuck. Again, big thanks to associate producer Sean Arnold for his help with the radio clips. Check out Sean's Public shop at tpublic.com slash user slash tshawn. Listen to me on Hall of Fame Music Radio in Newcastle and Huntington, Pennsylvania, and anywhere throughout their website, uh, throughout the world, at hofmradio.com every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Graham, I'm going to miss you Listen, listening along with uh, with all of us there. Visit KenNapsock.com for more information and follow me on Twitter at KenNapsock or us at Morning Drive Media, M Drive Media on Twitter. And don't forget... Do me a favor, do us a favor. Check out the Good People Association by visiting the gpa.fun. Come help us build an empire of fun. A lot more coming over there. And finally, as always, be sure to tell a friend about Saturday Night Napsuck, a show so real it had to be fake. And as always, remember to laugh responsibly. 
See you next week, friends. That's really it. That's under a half hour. He's getting better. He's getting better. You don't pay him by the minute, I'll tell you that much. See you next week, friends.